I believe some people err in their approach to karate and fool themselves into a false sense of ability, martial maturity, and depth of knowledge by intimidating the old man's way without ever passing through the refiner's fire of the young man's way. These are your words? Uh, apparently, yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Okinawa Karate Podcast. I am Josh Simmers coming to you from the birthplace of karate, Okinawa, Japan. I'm back here once again with my guest, Sensei Jason Perry. Um, today we're sitting uh, at his home, and we're going to do a formal interview again about and discussion about a book that he wrote. This was following up uh, our training at Mr. Mike Gizek's yes. uh, dojo. Sensei mm-hmm. Mike Gizek was so kind to let us train there. And you'll see future videos. We've since trained there again. Um, for another project that we're working on. But today we're going to discuss the book that we teased you about, um, <laughs> An Old Man's Way. And Sensei Perry is the author of this book. Um, it, is, it is a book uh, primarily about his father. But I'll tell you that uh, it's, it's all-encompassing of his family, um, of his, uh, the, the Perry family. And uh, I, I enjoy the book, not only because I know some of the people in the book, but I enjoyed the book um, from a martial arts perspective, and it actually was not at all what I thought the book was going to be about. Um, <laughs> I, I, before I read the book, I knew about your father's background mm-hmm. in strictly martial arts, right. uh, his, his style that he trains in. Mm-hmm. So I thought the book was going to be that, right? you know. Um, I was surprised when I got into it and learned about your family, about your father's upbringing, and then about your family. And I was drawn into different characters in the book, if you will. Right, it's full of them. Right, it wasn't what I it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. It is full of them. Yeah, uh, the the main the, the <laughs> main, main character subject, being one of them. Right, the main subject. Uh, some stories in there. My yeah. gosh, my yeah. gosh, a different time in America. That's right. A different time in the military, and a different time in Okinawa. But. Uh, it is. A it's, all PG rated, it's all, it's all PG rated. It's all PG rated. It's all PG rated. But it is a it is a, a book that I would recommend reading. Uh, you're not going to learn secrets of Okinawa karate because they're not going to be in any book anyway. If you see a book that tells you that, don't buy it. But uh, you're going <laughs> to learn about uh, an individual that journeyed through martial arts and had a had an interesting upbringing and yeah. some some interesting chapters in his life. It's probably the only martial arts book I've read that uh, almost made me cry. Uh, believe it or not, there was a part in the book that it kind of hit me. But we'll 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 dig into that a little bit more. Perry Sensei, thank you so much for inviting me into your home today, letting me sit oh, down thank here. You. Um, Appreciate you coming. Merry Christmas and happy New Year. Happy New Year. Kick yeah. off to twenty twenty one. That's right. Uh, my first sit down interview of the year. Let's Hell dig yeah. into it. That's right. We're not we're not that far into the year. So. Not. January third, third right? Sunday, January third. Right. I came out still made it to Ozaimas. That's right. Let's hear about the old man's way. Well, yeah. So first of all, I appreciate just the uh, well, the time. I know these these things aren't uh, aren't easy to pull together, and then uh, and then just the fact that you want to, you know, uh, talk about the book. I, I appreciate it, and then and the, the kind words there, and um, always impresses me how the. Okinawa Karate Podcast just rolls off your tongue, Josh. I, I you know, that's uh, <laughs> I'm always impressed by that. I get choked up. If there's, <laughs> if there's one thing I can try to be good at in life, that's, there you go. <laughs> but I do say karate 
in the English terms, not karate. Yeah, but at least uh, you're I consistent. Think, I think it rolls better. Yeah, I think you're right. At least you're consistent. I, I, I do have a little bit, as a Japanese speaker, I do have a little bit of a pet peeve with uh, people. Say, I, I don't have a problem with people saying karate, but it's when they, they say it's not karate, it's karate. Yep. See, and then, and then I go, wait a minute, I'm not sure we traded one for the other there, which yeah. is worse. So anyway. And that's but, yeah. why I don't do it. Uh, yeah, you're right. Because my, my pronunciation is horrible. Oh, is that right? Uh, Japanese, yeah. My Japanese pronunciation is, is absolutely <laughs> terrible. I've had my, my daughters laugh at me and tell me that. Right. Um, so I just kind of gave up. Yeah, just you know, choose your like, choose, look, choose, choose how you're going to butcher it. Just butcher it consistently, though, right? There you go. Yeah, yes. that's, that's all we can ask. <laughs> I'm glad you appreciate that. I know, I do appreciate it. Uh, sincerely. <laughs> uh, so what do you want to talk about? The book? I guess we're talking about the book. All right. Um, well, I, this started. This it took me about six years to write it. I, it was a long project. I went, up, but from the time I kind of decided to do it, I, I, you know, Dad had um, had been promoted to Kudan at, at that point um, by Nakazato Shugoro Sensei, and and of course that was um, yeah, it was kind of a, 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 a highlight a, a benchmark moment, I mm -hmm. guess, in, in his karate journey, and. Um, I had been to one of our camps, and and you know, there was a lot of people that were interested in Dad, of course, and 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 his stories. And I knew a lot of Dad's stories. I mean, uh, uh, I knew the stories, but I knew each story in isolation from the next, right? And, and so I had this little okay. I know I'd heard Dad talk about this for uh, you know years, um, and uh, but I, I never, I personally couldn't really string all these things together. I couldn't really place them in time and space to understand uh, the stories. And, you know, some of the stories are kind of colorful and that is a bit of a, a bit of a character. But as I personally started thinking through it, I thought, you know, there's uh, two aspects of his life that, that I, well, three really that I focus on. One is, of course, karate. The other is, um, uh, is the Marine Corps. And, and in those two uh, aspects of his life, he and I, of course, we share, uh, we share that journey. I, I'm, right. I'm obviously still in the Marine Corps today. And, and, uh, and, so, and, and, of course, he brought me through my personal karate journey, and, which I, can, I continue to learn and study and, and train myself. Um, and so we, we share those two aspects of, of, of our lives and then, and then of course family and mm -hmm. and uh, there's a you know, bit of a pretty pretty tight bond there yeah I, I can <laughs> I can I can stand with a little bit of authority there you know <laughs> and so I thought you know also as we were talking about the, the title of the book we thought long and hard about and and I finally kind of settled on um, an old man's way because a lot of the things that that draw people I think to dad is is how he's matured himself in karate and so that the 83 year old or probably then you know um, 76 77 year old Doug Perry that that most people know uh, there's a few people out there still that that remember the young Doug Perry and and you know dad wasn't always the the sage that he you know comes across as as today i think in a lot of people's eyes and so i wanted to take somebody that that people you know i i think generally look up to as a karateka um 
and and tell the story about his journey because if there's an old man's way there's necessarily a young man's way right, right? and and i thought you know there's probably few people in, in the world really who could um who could tell the story maybe from there's a lot of people that can tell the story but from the perspective i have as his son you know probably uh if if i were to look at all of his students i'm i'm probably uh, not the oldest student but i'm the longest student yep. he's ever had considering <clears throat> i started training when i was a toddler um and of course always under under my dad's tutelage with with plenty of uh leeway to go out and train in in and do things on my own as, as I kind of saw fit. And then of course the shared Marine Corps experience that I, I thought, uh, so as I looked at my own life and, and I looked at my dad's life and, and there were, there were parallels there where I thought that I could, I could write these things down and take all these kind of fun stories and, and put them in context, make sense of them and, and uh, see how and why and where dad's experience or collective experiences, uh, and the people that he interacted with over the years, all who have had an influence on the karate he has become today. And of course, by definition, has influenced the, the, the person and the karate I have become, um, it, you know, if I can, if I can claim to be that. But, um, uh, so I, I just, I thought, you know, if a few people read it and if, if, uh, if, if for nothing else, um, as a family, you know, I, I have now been able to record that, that time period, that, that little aspect of our family, right. um, that alone, if, if nobody else ever read the book, that alone would be a value to me. Right. And, and so the fact that, that people have shown an interest in reading it and quite frankly, have been very kind and, and their, uh, uh, you know, overlooking some of the blemishes and whatnot, uh, it's it's been very uh, humbling to see the, the 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 interest in the book. So, when you decided to write this, yeah, how did you first talk to your dad about it? Did you say, "Dad, I'm going to write this"? Would you Would you help me, or was it was he was he okay with it? Was he, eh, what do you want to do that for type deal? Or right. What was his response? No, initially I, I expected a little bit of pushback, you know, and, and, um, cause I get that on occasion on other, you know, crazy ideas I end up having, but, uh, <laughs> but he was actually pretty, um, he was pretty okay with it. And the way I approached him, I said, Hey dad, I want you to, uh, write, I think it's St. Louis where they keep all the veterans records, you know? Okay. And so I said, Hey dad, uh, would you mind, writing um as you know he's he's getting up there in age a little bit and i said look i don't want to have to go through the bureaucratic uh you know red tape of trying to get your military record in my hands i want your military record now Mm. and so i said would you mind writing the va or wherever you have to write get a copy of your oqr officer qualification record oqr your, your your military record and, uh, and get it sent. So sure enough, I mean, you know, a couple, uh, probably months later, and, and, and I end up with this stack of documents like this, you know. And, uh, and I said, hey, Dad, I want to use this. I want to interview a number of times, and I want to go. I found, you know, Shiroma Jiro-sensei, his first uh, second teacher here, and uh, his first shorty and you teacher here in Okinawa, tracked him down in Arizona, in Arizona, in Arizona. Okay. 
you know, I called a bunch of people that knew dad when he was uh, a young Marine family. Um, I actually called one of his best childhood friends and got in contact with his wife. He was in and out of the hospital, not feeling well, working a lot. And then he ended up passing away before I could even interview him. And I thought, you know what? I have got to get on this now because the opportunity to do it, the window of opportunity is closing. And so, so surprisingly, you know, dad was pretty cooperative. Um, I was in the States at the time. And then in the middle of writing the book, I moved to Japan, to Tokyo. And it it was a little tougher then because time zones and, Mm -hmm. and whatnot. So I made a little bit of progress then, but then I got back. And and from Tokyo, we went back to the East Coast for a very brief period, just two years. And when I was in uh, in Washington D.C. on the East Coast, I was in the same time zone as Dad. I was only a you know nine hour, eight hour drive from from the house, and so uh, we kind of hit it hard those uh, those two weeks. And the publisher uh, uh, Matt Absokardu, who's also a karateka and has published many you know excellent karate books and and written uh, excellent karate books as well. He's in the same time zone, and so. The stars kind of align. Now's the time to get it done. <clears throat> so uh, it was kind of a a, uh, a you know full sprint to the end there. Yeah. So it was actually kind of funny. I, I finished the book, got all the copies, uh, author pop, uh, copies pub, uh, sent to me, and uh, our house is in boxes. I mean, we're moving. We're moving to Okinawa. We're living in Virginia. Moving to Okinawa. The movers are in the house, and I get like thirty boxes oh of books, my gosh. all that needed to be signed. And so here I am, just on on with the house packed up. I'm moving to Okinawa in a couple of weeks, and I've got these stacks of books because the first release we kind of we did some signatures mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. stuff, and I was going to have my dad sign them. So I'm just sitting there in wee hours of the night, you know, just trying to get this out before I got on the plane and came out to Okinawa. We and we, you know, we we barely made it. So it was uh, it was great, and you know, people um, it was it was a great response from people, which I really appreciated. So that's kind of how it all started. And believe it or not, Dad was uh, Dad was pretty cooperative. He can get a little ornery when it comes to things like that sometimes. But you it, probably caught him at a good time then in his life because I I would imagine you know if you tried to do it. 20 years ago, the response would have been, why nah, would that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So people like out. that when they're, you know, I've, I've tried to interview people actually for the podcast and uh, who wants to listen to me? Who wants to hear right. my story? Well, a lot of people, you know, there's <clears throat> some people, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, that I've tried to interview and <clears throat> ah, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. <clears throat> right. Yeah. I thought it was a good time just cause you know, um, I, things were changing with dad and, and, um, you know, the dojo was changing, uh, and, and the, it was just a good time. The timing was right. I think to do it. Um, and my, my personal, the time for me personally was there. So yeah, it worked out well. Fantastic. So you had mentioned somebody's name. I want to just give a big shout out to, um, uh, Matthew. I, I say Epsicardo. Epsicardo. Yeah. I, I don't know. Matthew, Matthew you've yeah. got a very interesting. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Absos Publishing, and I'll put a link up there. Uh, Matthew has helped several very, prominent. I would say, well known mm-hmm. and prominent yeah. uh, senseis write 
biographies, autobiographies, or just different types of books. And then he has written a really fantastic book, Tales from the Western Generation, right. or Tales of the Western, I think, from mm-hmm. the Western Generation. Um, one thing I'll tell you about him, mm-hmm. I don't know if Matthew, I'm weird about this, um, but this is my paper, that <laughs> copy of your book. Yeah, I'm, I'm big into the quality of paper. Because I oh yeah I'm I'm sorry but I, I don't really take care I'm not this type of guy that takes a, a especially a paperback book you know if I'm gonna read it I'm gonna, gonna read get it, into I'm gonna it right. put notes I'm gonna highlight get at it his books are quality man they are I, I mean, tell yeah. you they are good good job Matthew and if anybody is interested in reaching out to him if you've got something you want to write he'd probably be willing to entertain you but he, he I mean no way you could get this stuff across the finish line. You know, it's one thing to write the, the stuff, the book, and that's almost the easy part. Um, I had hundreds of pages of manuscript that I had written and um, some of it was organized fairly well. Some of it was a little repetitive or order didn't quite make sense. And, and, uh, and so he, he helps you kind of um, frame it and, and put it in logical sense when you're, so lost. I mean, yeah. the forest for the trees, you know, you, you just, you get so zeroed into the thing and you've been working six years yeah. and then you have somebody fresh come and say, Hey, this is what I think. And it's an, and he's a, you know, an accomplished karate person. So he can appreciate what you're trying to get after. He appreciates the subject matter. And the biggest thing is the tiny little details. That, I mean, how are you going to design the cover what's the table of contents going to look like what's the index who's going to put the index together for you who's going to go to the library of congress and get your library of congress number for this thing who's actually going to go online and knows the technology behind it to put this thing together and to get it out on on you know in front of people I mean, you want people to read it right. and and that requires a little bit of marketing and, and i'm not that guy right so yeah. uh you know yeah he, he knows how to do it he knows how to do it so if you are I would say, you know, I'm not a writer. I'm by no means, um, I never fancied myself an author, but if you've got an idea, everybody's got a story to tell and everybody's story ought to be written down. That's right. You know? Yep. So good for you for writing it down, especially for your family. I think that's great. Um, I would like to ask some questions about the book. I'm going to put right. the hard copy sure. down here. I've got my soft copy here <laughs> um, with some notes, but yeah, just some, some questions that okay. I, I thought were Funny. Some of them might be. Here we better, go. I'm better, gonna get my defensive stance. Better now, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Start it's, dodging. It's. I don't. It's not like that. No, this no. is not an interrogation. You know, I'm not interrogating. Uh, <laughs> That's a very different time. But yeah, right. some of them are actually for your dad. I'll say okay. that uh, your father's upbringing was really interesting. Unique, and I right? Yeah. To read the book to find out. I mean the guy grew up in a different time in america when right. things that you could do back then you could not do today yeah uh, for, i'm just going to mention one thing uh, because it's in the book okay um i don't know if he's got the record for this he might it might be something looking to but the man was arrested three times in one, in one day, day by the same police officer yeah that's right <laughs> yeah, no. dad was a bit of a terror right yeah i mean 
that was a bit of a terror, and I think that's part of the story, right? Right. It, that's that's the young man. It's that's the young why man. People need to read that. And that's right. Understand who the young man is and how that helped form him. Right. That's right. Uh, so those are the interesting parts of the books, but they're interesting parts of the book that I think would catch you by surprise. But yeah, you're, you have to read about it. Arrested three times in one day by the same police officer. That's right. The same, this, you know, he would hitchhike from the western part of North Carolina all the way to Myrtle Beach, which people that know how far that is, it, just driving in a car, you know, it's at 12 years old. At 12, 12 years, years old. old. That's right. I mean, you know, he was adopted by. The Perrys. Uh, I'm not. We're not. I'm not Perry by blood. Um, but he was adopted at a very young age, and his his uh, the parents that raised him, the Perrys, were um, you know Scott and and uh, uh, Miss Perry were very old and just didn't have the ability to really provide him much structure. They also didn't have a dime to their name. You know, they they provided a good upbringing, but it, it you know they they uh, they didn't have a lot of extra. Right. So. Yeah, well, so Dad was kind of on his own. <laughs> that's um, something we'll talk about as it relates to martial arts, the sure. shuhari, yeah. right, that we go through in life as well. Mm -hmm. And I, that is, without a doubt, that helped form your It is kind of analogous, she, isn't it? Yes, it sure. is. Yep. Right, right. A uh, couple things I wanted to talk about with you specifically, okay. since, since you're the author, there's some quotes in the book that I thought were, were were powerful and some different things in the book that were powerful from the from the karate perspective, right? Okay. There's the, the upbringing of your father and then talking about the family. Uh, but then when it gets into some things that are really specific to the martial arts, I thought were uh, interesting. There's, a, there's something here I wanted to talk about on page 277. Um, right. And I'll read it. I read the the part from the book here is uh, I believe some people err in their approach to karate and fool themselves into a false sense of ability, martial maturity, and depth of knowledge by intimidating the old man's way without ever passing through the refiner's fire of the young man's way. These are your words. Uh, apparently, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That. Um, did that, did that strike you as it struck me a grain of truth or a, a grain of truth okay. as a martial artist um, that hasn't been training nearly as long as your father, not as long as you mm -hmm. and the people that you interviewed in the book to learn about your dad when he was younger, right? Mm -hmm. But that you grew up knowing they were just they were just right. people in your life that you grew up knowing. Some of the names in here, Mr. Hayes, mm -hmm. right, uh, Sensei Coffin, etc. And kind of thinking about where I'm at in life and in training, um, it struck me. So I was just curious if I could dig into that a little bit more sure. with you. Yeah. Uh, about do that. Your, your, your meaning behind it. Yeah. Sure. You know, I think people enjoy coming to uh, train with dad. They, they enjoy the, the seminars and it's a big draw, but you know, what dad teaches today has changed over time. You know, what he teaches today is not necessarily what he would uh, focus on, 40 30 years ago you know um and so i i can i can in my mind's eye i can see myself sitting on this this um you know in 1976 time frame sitting on a pad of mats over in the corner of this cherry point dojo it's the year i was born there you go yeah and you know i was i was seven ish you yeah. know so i was a young a young boy 
at the time, you know, young kids, kids were in the dojo. I never saw a kid in the dojo until I was older. Of course, I was also living on a Marine base. Dad trained with other Marines. My first recollections of a dojo were at actually at Bill Hayes' dojo. Uh, I think then Staff Sergeant Bill Hayes um, in in Cherry Point and and. And so these are my memories of, of you know, dad um, in his probably 30s, you know, training, 20s, 30s training. And uh, that, that image of Perry Sensei, and I think the image that people who maybe have known dad in the last 10 years or even 15 years, they're probably two very different images of, of, of the same Perry Sensei, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so, I think that uh, we might want to be look at look at a sensei, a teacher, and say, you know, I want to be like that guy. But that guy got or or girl, gal got to that place um, uh, through a process, you, you know, and and there is a. Uh, and we talked about dad's upbringing and, you know, he was a bit of a, he was a bit of a character growing up and didn't have a lot of structure. Uh, didn't have a lot of um, probably discipline instilled in him. Discipline, I mean, you know, discipline instilled in him in some ways, but in a lack of structure and discipline in other ways. And so we talk about karate as a, 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 a way of refining the character and, and, um, uh, and, through this physical activity, you know, that, that eventually kind of becomes this, um, that, that, that develops us emotionally and in some ways spiritually, I don't mean like religious spiritually, but, but, uh, builds our character. And, and, and I, I think if we skip maybe to that old man's way and we jump right to kind of what dad, what dad tends to focus on now is an 83 year old man as opposed to, you know, the real tough, focused, hard training that was the refining process yeah. that, that we miss a real valuable part of the journey. And so, and that's not to say don't train with Doug Perry Sensei, you know, right. that, that would never be my intent. But also to recognize that, um, uh, you know, we all need, it, karate is a, is a process of self-discovery, not someone telling us about ourselves. It's a process of self-discovery, and that discovery occurs through tough, focused, hard training that where we learn about ourselves and what our limitations are and, and um, what our, uh, you know, what, what we're capable of doing, the strength of our, our spirit or the strength of our bodies. And, and um those things only come through uh, personal experience, and and every, we all should, I think, experience those uh, those refining moments. Yep. I should say. So that's that's what I intended to say there. Um, Good. I, yeah. Again, not not in a way to be critical of anybody or anything like Understood. that. That's certainly not my intent. I don't. I didn't read it as being critical. Yeah. Uh, I read it as as an opinion from someone that uh, is. Uh, still refining because you talk about absolutely right yeah but being aware enough and having the 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 actual sense not the false sense but the actual sense to know that you're still doing that so Mm -hmm. 
there's the one part here that said about intimidating the old man's way. Imitating. Uh, imitating. I'm sorry. Yeah. Imitating, not intimidating. Right. Imitating the old man's way. The reason it's, that stood out to me as well is let's look at kata. Right. We see people imitating the 80-year-old sensei in kata, Correct. right? That was um, – well, I'll just say it because I train in Okinawa Kempo, and, and people talk about this very openly, particularly with Odo Sensei. Right. Uh, as he aged and developed um, some some health problems and had mannerisms in his kata because of that. And then people would learn from a DVD or only see him once a year at a seminar. Right. And they would imitate his body movement. Correct. Based off of that, right? Right. Completely imitating the old man's way, right? You know, not refining it themselves, but right. So, reading that that particular sentence there, and the, and there was much more in that actual chapter mm -hmm. uh, that led to that. But I just wanted to touch on that piece there without going through the entire book during this interview, right? Um, no, I think that's a good a good point. I think you probably see it all over, and uh, and, and and we all want to imitate. I mean, we all want to see something that we aspire to. Uh, but I do think as an example in the kata aspect, uh, you know, there's no one way to do kata. Uh, and and if we limit ourselves to trying to imitate someone else, then we we, uh, we sell ourselves short in that, that experience of, of making it our own mm -hmm. and then letting it develop organically within us as we as we get older. I, I feel bad. I don't even know. What time I feel is. like your family. We're still in, in your home here. Yeah, yeah. Family, I know, is trying to be super quiet. I feel bad. It's it's one o'clock in the afternoon. But uh, the old man. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. An old man's way. Doug Perry's unlikely journey through karate, war, and life by his son Jason Perry is available on Amazon. Uh, anywhere else? It's uh, so the Softbound is available on Amazon, and then. Uh, uh, lulu.com l-u-l-u.com if if you're interested in a in a hardbound copy okay and just just you know do a search of an old man's way yep. and it'll yep. it'll probably pop Links up Links there too so yeah. if not I, reach out to me i mean you you I, there's a web uh, a facebook um oh, old man's right. way uh, Facebook yep. site as well that, yep. that you can go to and it's got some uh, links and in yep. instructions there uh, so or you can you know uh, message me from from Facebook and I'll I normally respond to those I'm, I'm not very good at it but it <laughs> <laughs> <Just laughs> might take a day or two it might take a day or two right? yeah like I said this is not what I do for a living so you know right, <laughs> yeah, right. I think you yeah. have a, a pretty important job that right. takes precedence in a family but so I, I'm going to sit this over here. I really do appreciate oh, thank again, you, Josh. your time. Yeah. No, thank likewise. you so much really for, enjoyed it. for allowing me to come into your home and do the interview. Um, well, let me take a minute and say thank you to you. I have listened to every one of the episodes. I enjoy them. I don't know a lot of the people you've interviewed, but as I've listened to uh, the interviews, it's like I always find, you know, these this connective tissue between uh, – and it's – between the people you interview and my own experiences, and uh, and I I really enjoy what you're doing. So uh, keep it up. Thanks for letting me be a part Thank of it. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that very much. Um, I do it. I started out of uh, a hobby, something to do for fun, and it still is. I have a full time job yeah, too. Yeah. So, and I've met some great people doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You know, and it's just 
connective tissue, like you said, that this, this person refers me to this person, refers me to this person, mm-hmm. or I mean somebody, and that's how it works. So yeah. you and I have more projects we're working on. We do. Yeah. Put them out later, but uh, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much, and uh, let's enjoy the rest of the yeah. afternoon. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in to the Okinawa Friday Podcast. As always, I am Justin Rose coming to you from the birthplace of Friday, Okinawa, Japan.